welcome to Up and Comers, a special edition of Testimony, a Musician Story, featuring artists that you may or may not know. If you don't know them, you're about to know them. Let's get started. Garden was an army brat who was born in Landstuhl, Germany on March 29, in 1985. He and his younger sister bounced from army base to army base with both their military parents and then eventually with just one military parent when the couple split. Finally, James settled in Lansing, Michigan with his sister and mother. But the family stayed in constant contact with his father, despite living in different cities. His mom was heavily involved in the church. She sung in the choir, taught Sunday school, and was on the deacon board. Growing up in the church with a faithful mother encouraged James to give his life to Christ at an early age. It ain't no secret. Say no regular chick, you caught me. See that verse is about my mom. Smile that can light up the whole world. Yeah, yeah. And she cold, cold, cold. Got a soul, soul, cold. Got a smile that can light up the whole world. Yeah. At 11 is when, because I think I was baptized earlier, but I think I did it because they just made all the kids do it. But, like, at 11 is when I decided that, like, I truly believed. But I don't think it was till, like, maybe 23 till, like, I really realized that, like, I truly, like, surrendered to what I believe. So, like, I think at 11, I was like, yeah, so Jesus did die for my sins so I could be saved. But not until later did I realize, oh, I have to actually allow him to be Lord of my life by surrendering my life to him. So it really wasn't until later, but, like, I always knew During his adolescent years, he attended a local community college, but didn't finish. That didn't stop him from being involved in school outreach programs. One such program led him to South Africa. Man, I'm loving these out of town shows. Sharing with strangers was pouring out of my soul. In the last set, we was clowning, I know. But I swear I'm so mother loving, proud of my growth. Crossing these state lines, taking my shape, mind to a new format. I'm breaking out of my mold. Seeing a new city could start to go and change a brother's mindset. Like, has my opportunity passed me? Or maybe it's not my time yet. And I'm just trying to get my spot in the line set and have a safe landing after I jet. This got me reminiscing about the time that I went to the motherland And that changed my whole world And hopefully soon you all will understand why I'm more focused And won't let nothing deter me since I recognize life as a journey Ooh, you gotta get back Don't stay in your 
So I went to South Africa for three months and I interned at a HIV AIDS orphan care center. Um, so it's essentially just a center that helps kids that are affected by it. Not all of them are infected by HIV and AIDS, but all of them are affected by the disease. Um, and there I did like a music program with the youth, helped make dinner, uh, clean the garden, do inventory, go like go over the um, finances and stuff and just anything they needed me to do. It was a really huge impact. One, just being away from technology is a great thing, but um, seeing how similar people are when we think like we're really different. Where I stayed was a township called Zonki Zizwe. And like the more I was there, I was like, yo, this is just like the hood back home. Like, I know these kids. These kids are my cousins. There's a difference in language, but like in the cultural t- context, there's a lot in common. Like, sadly, uh, the single-parent households, right? And the way the kids act in that situation, it doesn't change if you're in a different continent. Well, it affected me um, musically as well, just because I was able to listen to, one, the music that was, like, being played there and then not really be distracted by the radio. So I kind of had, like, more of a better filter of what I controlled, of what I listened to, what I focused on. And then kind of being cut off from a lot of the things that usually distract me, I was able to read a lot more. So it's probably like, now that I think of it, it's kind of a sad fact, but I probably read my Bible more than I ever have. Because at some points there was just like working with youth and then some of the workers, once they go home, there's no one for me to really hang out with or talk to in my age group. So I'm like, uh, you're going to go hang out with Paul the apostles and we're just gonna have a good time just because i had to like otherwise i would just slept the whole time so so it definitely made me um have to work on that relationship too so it was definitely like a very multifaceted um trip that just helped me grow in a whole bunch of different areas of life like what you're hearing so far check us out at testimonystories.com that's testimonystories.com where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. up i'm james garden you're listening to testimony a musician story haunted by the ghosts of the old me while i'm on for myself just continues to scold me like you got work to do mr garden with those growing up in michigan there was one movie that influenced james to start writing and battle rapping i think i got into it similar to how almost every rapper from michigan got into it they watched eight mile and wanted to be a battle rapper uh (laughs) No, uh, well, my first rap I ever wrote, which I hope it never, like, is ever found. And if someone finds it, I'll pay them to hide it again. 
um, was in the third grade uh, when I lived in Arizona. There was like a drug-free rap contest, and um, I lost, but the rap was really horrible. But like probably high school, <laughs> high school Eight Mile comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And like I'd always like sort of wrote poetry, and so I was like, I'm gonna try to write raps. And then like a couple friends are like, yeah, we're going to so and so's house to go battle. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna practice. One day I'm gonna go. So that's essentially how I started, just like writing battle raps, a bunch of like braggadocious rhymes with no content that are very self-centered and probably not the most positive subject matter, but luckily I grew out of it. Sometimes I feel like I hate this life. Should have stayed in the potter's hands so we could have shaped it right. As I'm facing this faceless fright, I'm just hoping I can somehow make this right. Break this silence. Reach that height, I just don't wanna have to see defeat this night. While my days filled with disappointments and missed opportunities, I swear you can handle every little thing you do. How did James grow out of his braggadocious, self-centered rhyme writing ways? Oddly enough, which is probably like doesn't make any sense now when we look at it in 2014, but when Kanye West came out, it kind of put an idea in my head that I can talk about like my regular life and it can still be something that people, that people relate to. Uh, and that was like when college dropout came out. And so that kind of put it in my head that like, I don't have to really brag. I can just like try to make some sort of inspiring music for like the everyday person. And then when I, when I did truly like surrender to Christ, I think that's when I realized that I was like, okay, it's one thing to like inspire um, and to make positive music, but what am I inspiring in them to? And like, what's the the end result I really want? Is it just for them to be happy for a couple of hours or is it to point them to something that can make them happy for this life and the life after? So that definitely like made me shift the direction and see it more of like definitely a ministry and a, and a calling and something that holds way more weight than just me getting claps and applause. The world always try to rate the color of flesh, trying to say which of them's the best, but don't even covet the rest. You got some worth loving it, yes. So don't even listen to those lies with that smile and with those eyes. I know we can make some improvements. I'm a pin them, we should have used them. Make it feel like you're losing. No one can be you like you can. If you don't fit in, we'll screw them. They'll come around and act brand new. Even though pointing others towards Christ holds more weight than just getting claps and applauses, James definitely enjoyed being recognized as one of Rapzilla's 10 freshman artists of 2014. Funny story. So like the day that they posted it, I saw that it was posted and um, and I probably should work on this, but sometimes I'm very like, I was like, oh no, I know I'm not on it. And like kind of act like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. So I saw the list and I was like, I'm not going to read it because I'm just going to be upset and I don't want to mess up my day. And then um, my homeboy, Sam Stan, he tweets. He's like, oh, shout out to James Garden on the Rapzilla freshman top 10 list. And I was like, wait, what? What's he talking about? So, like, I think I was at a show and, like, I read it and I was just, like, super geeked because I didn't expect it at all. If I had, like, won an award and then I didn't prepare a speech, you know, I just wasn't ready for it at all. So it's definitely, like, a super humbling experience. And it's just, it it is a little validating to know that people are noticing the work you're doing and, and think that you're someone that other people should be looking out for. So, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I'm, I'm humbled by it. And I'm just like, 
really geeked that people like what I'm doing. Uh, never give up. Dreamers are hard to come by. Long as you got ambition, a vision, homie, you can fly. Hop up out of that bed. I know you were feeling comfy. In order for you to make it, you gotta be doing something. It takes your cooperation, focus, and concentration. Gotta keep it together. Develop organization. Make sure that you write it down. Post it for motivation. Success is gonna take work, so don't wait for an invitation. Yo, there'll never be another you. So let your light shine. Don't let these haters smother you. Know they gonna run to you. With all that negativity, don't give in to temptation. Just use it as inspiration. Ignore all that conversation about you. Cause people gon' doubt you and try to reroute you. Let them do it without you. And when it gets dark, that sunshine to see you through. Even when your dreams seem unreachable, just know that we believe in you. Uh, so baby, don't get lazy. Come on and keep on pushing. And they gon' think you crazy. That's why they keep on looking. James will be releasing his latest project, Living Daylights, in a couple of weeks. In the meanwhile, you can check out his EP, Moleskins and Pocket Squares. It's so good to see you. I hope your feelings are clear and the same. With that beautiful smile and that glorious style painted on that Nigerian frame. I promise I'm done playing those games. Plus I find joy in just hearing your name. So let me know, are we still just talking or are we committed to walking this thing for the long haul? And am I getting a job or am I still keeping my position as an on-call? Cause I want to be the one that you call on. See, this is more than falling in light. You must have been the one I've been searching for all of my life. And this isn't something I want to stall on. So let me put it in drive and ride into the sunset. Not knowing where this road's gonna take us and times will be bad. More good, but I know that this moment will make us. How about we turn this song into a duet? Got nothing to lose, baby. Let's just do it. 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 Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Our next up-and-comer is rapper, singer, producer, Customary. Customary was born Alex Post in Boise, Idaho on July 31, 1986. Alex had the typical middle-class upbringing, but additionally had to deal with the pressures of being a pastor's kid. 
I wish that I could be the one to show you love I wish that I could be there to pick you up When you've fallen and you feel like you've had enough I wish that I could be the one you trust I wish that I could be the one you call Whenever you're in need, no matter what it costs If it's money, if it's free, or if it's just time Then count on me I wish that I could help with everything I wish that I could show you how important you are I wish that I could tell you that I'm never too far away And I wish that I had more than just words to say And I wish that I could prove it every day I wish that I could be the one to grow with you I wish that I could be the one who gets you I wish that I could be there and make you forgetful Of all the trouble that you've been through Yeah. I wish that I could give you more than words, more than words. My family did, uh, they, they were pretty great with, uh, you know, balancing, uh, being involved in, in just everything, you know, with sports to music and all that, um, and not just keeping it super ultra conservative um, and, you know, only keeping us involved in church, you know, so they, they did a good job of, uh, you know, of raising us, I'd say, but yeah, it definitely comes with its pressures and, uh, expectations that, that people have for you to, you know, <laughs> when you're Mark and Bobby post son, you know, you, you just have some expectations to, <laughs> to be just, you know, good and, and perfect almost, you know? So I guess it's a little, you know, a little tough dealing with that kind of stuff. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's, it's great to be, you know, I'm blessed for sure to have the parents I have. So Keeping up the appearance of being the perfect child of a pastor became more and more challenging with time. It, eventually, you, you start, you know, just experiencing life and, and messing up. And, uh, you know, I would, uh, I would basically lie about uh what you know stuff that I did so that I could look like I was that good innocent pastor's kid you know because I didn't want to like let down my family or make anyone look bad or you know and just I wanted to I guess live up to that expectation that people kind of had for me because I thought you know my friends need to see that like I'm I'm a good person and they can be they can do it too or whatever, you know, but like, I just didn't understand the, the, the whole idea of Jesus, you know, really. And I, I just misunderstood it. And, uh, yeah, I would, would try to, to just make myself seem like I was a good, innocent boy when <laughs> I really wasn't, you know, so. Some people fear that there really is a God And they fear that he might judge us all And they wait till their deathbed almost gone And they turn their last words into an altar call Cause they don't know what's next But they know that they're leaving They wait until death and all of a sudden they believe it Cause they're scared of not having control over their breathing And suddenly pride seems like it's been deceiving So what you should fear is the pride of man That it can keep you from the peace of God's hands Separate from your creator for eternity All because your pride convinced you that you had certainty Some people fear violence and aggression That someone might come in and take their possessions But I say if you need it that bad then take the rest Cause I am not afraid of having nothing left If my God will provide for the birds in the sky 
then how much more valuable am I? You can take it all away, strip me of my pride. But my God is always by my side. So what can man do to me that God can overcome? You can take my life, but still not enough to shut my God up and keep me from his love. Cause death is not a problem for Jesus the Son. No. After graduating from a faith-based college, around 23, 24 years old, is when he experienced the most bitterness. Then there was a gradual realization of who Jesus is and what grace is that he came to terms with. It's never over. It's never over. Pushed aside a whole lot, overlooked and told not to follow those convictions in your heart. But you won't stop running to the promised land. Understand my promise, land's not the same as yours. Evidence will hold worlds apart, and there's an easy road taken. Don't believe in those growing with this deep seated need to know I wrote my plot. For all the more times that I'd like to admit, drown, washed up with no fight left, uppercuts right left, down for the count, out, reconciled and found without fault, lifted up, dusted off, given a new. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. What's up? This is Customary, and you're listening to Testimony, a Musician's Story. You know those YouTube videos you see of musical kid prodigies rocking out on the piano or the drums? Well, Alex was one of those kids, except there wasn't YouTube, so he didn't go viral. Yeah, drums was, was the first thing I picked up. When I was a little kid, I would, uh, you know, my mom would drink coffee and have Folgers cans, and she'd put them under the, the sink by the trash, and I would take them out with chopsticks and play it like it's a drum set, you know? So I got started on Folgers cans. Yeah, then I started actually playing drums in, like, fifth grade band and got started there. And then, uh, yeah, ever since then, I've just been playing playing drums in school bands um, and in church and all that. So I, I got into producing at the age of 16, and I would just take, you know, find whatever I could to, to chop up, find, uh, take out little drum hits from places to build my own beats, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I never had like a mentor, anyone 
teach me how to use stuff. So it took me uh, a little longer to like I would make beats and didn't even realize I could uh, use the grid and stuff. I would just try to make it sound <laughs> sound uh, like it was working, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'd just been at it for. Um, 10 years learned a little bit about like engineering and stuff in college but yeah as far as hip-hop and making beats and stuff just really had the I don't I mean just always had that desire and that uh uh it's always been important to me and played a big role in and just uh you know my my sanity I think and just it brings peace to me to to do that and uh to be able to make music so no more time to waste, no more games to play, no more time to waste, no more games to play, no more time to waste, no more games to play, baby, no more time to waste, darling. No, so tell me why you're trying to keep me hanging on, cause I ain't got the time to waste no longer. Customary started rapping and singing out of necessity. As a producer living in Boise, the rap capital of the world, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. But um, living in Boise, he never found artists that he connected with. So he became the artist. But luckily, the rappers he looked up to and inspired to be like were only a play button away. Someday we'll see a world where freedom truly reigns, where lives are truly changed, where God is taken seriously. Life will break the barriers of time. The dead will arise. The blind will see. Let there never, ever be hypocrisy. No more death, no pain. No searching, no hurting, no worries. No more debts to be paid. No murder and no feeling worthless. No more burdens from the past. No stack of bills to be paid. And no lack of character at all in the creatures that God made. He's coming. I got most of my inspiration from some non-Christian hip-hop, from, like, a secular. Um, but, uh, you know, more uh, common. Who else? I mean, De La Soul. Yeah, you know, some of this, the classic, like, boom bap, hip-hop kind of stuff. You know, Pete Rock, CL Smooth, Jay Dilla, uh, DJ Premier. You know, I grew up on a, my dad being a pastor, we listened to DC Talk in our house and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, the first Christian hip-hop I really actually liked was probably when I was in high school, I found uh, Braille and lightheaded so like braille omega watts and othello so yeah those dudes were kind of my first 
introduction to Christian hip hop that I was like, wow, I this is stuff I really enjoy. Customary is constantly making music and has several projects. With his latest album, Compassion, he tries to showcase who Jesus really is and how powerful grace is. I mean, as an artist, I just I just want to make music that I can uh, that can connect with people. You know, I just want people to see like the importance of grace and like I try to just say who I believe Jesus really is, you know, and not who I thought he was, um, you know, but to try to really explain what who Jesus has been to me <clears throat> and what he has done for my life and the impact that's been on my life. So I try to uh, share that through music, you know. Um, but, I mean, I try to touch on everything, though, from from love to to compassion to grace to uh, just fun hip-hop stuff, you know. So, yeah, I just try to be um, well-rounded, but at the end of the day, truthful and speaking on, on what what grace has done for me. Oh, I've chased it on before. Oh, oh, still I'm left with nothing. Oh, I've chased it on before. Oh, still I'm left with nothing. Yeah, I've chased after getting paid. Get what I want and be comfortable every day. So now I'm on that constant looking for ways to make it. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.